Hey, y'all, this is Hayden Baker. You're listening to the Texas Toast Podcast. This is Texas Toast. I'm your host, Miss Helen. Kick back and enjoy as we toast the best from Texas. Cheers, everyone. Welcome to the Texas Toast Podcast with Miss Helen. And I'm so happy and proud to introduce a, a returning guest and a friend of the podcast. Hello, Hayden Baker, and welcome again. It's so good to see you. Hi, Helen. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. I am doing awesome. So you've been busy doing some music stuff, a lot, a lot of music stuff. And we're here mainly, we're going to talk, we're going to catch up with you, but I want to talk about your new EP that's out called Growing Pains. And I know that you had, you put a lot of thought into this with concept. And I want to start off by talking about the title and your cover photo that you have on it. Cause I know everything kind of ties together on that. Yeah. So the, the title Growing Pains is the EP is essentially uh, five songs that applied to the season of life that I've been in the past couple of years in my twenties, figuring out, you know, how to be an adult, how to be a, a singer and a songwriter and this whole thing. And, um, and the cover photo went along perfectly with that. I found a picture of me and my cousin and my sister when we were all in elementary school and we had like fake guitars or like guitars that weren't plugged in. And we were playing a concert for the family on Christmas. And I was back to back with my cousin and I was like, Oh, it'd be perfect if I could just, you know, overlay a picture of me now and go back to back with myself. So, so yeah, I love, I love the cover art, Andrew Quinn. Um, he's the one that kind of put it together and edited it. And, uh, yeah, all the songs kind of revolve around that concept. Yeah. I love an interesting story like that with details about and, and being so much being represented in the cover photo. So let's talk about how did you choose the songs for the CP? Yeah. So we, I decided to do this, this kind of concept DP, um, around the end of the summer of last year, uh, cause I'd been in Nashville writing a bunch and I had a ton of songs in the tank and I knew I wanted to do like a big album, which we're in the process of, of making right now. But in the meantime, I thought it would be cool to kind of have this concept of growing pains going from my last album, which was like two years prior now, almost three years. Um, and then between when my next one would come out and show the growth and like kind of me going through that period. And I had already written, um, songs like, uh, at least I'm here and just talking. And, uh, and you had, uh, uh, Papa's song, if I get there before you, which all kind of revolved around that, you know, uh, that theme. And then we had just finished writing the new single, uh, midnight drive. Uh, which I just, that one really struck a chord with me. I was like, this kind of really embodies the theme of the EP as a whole. So it, it kind of worked out. And then you had Miss Your Loving on there too, which is me growing up and realizing I can tap into that kind of music, that gritty bluesy kind of vibe, which I didn't know I had in me before. So, uh, so yeah, that's kind of how they all came together. I'm glad you talked about Midnight Drive because I wanted to start off with that one because, you know, there's nothing like taking a drive to clear your mind or just to go check things out. But it's just nothing like a, a you know, a moonlight. I just love the part about the moonlight and the mile marker signs because yeah. it's like there's nothing like driving down a dirt road when the moon's out. You know, it's that, you know, just cruising, chilling and clearing your mind. So tell me a little bit about you know, a little bit more detail about that particular cut. Right. Yeah. That one took a while to kind of come to fruition. We, I wrote it with two of my frequent collaborators, Tom Perkins and Timothy Baker. They were also writers on at least I'm here with me. And, um, we, we had a session in Nashville and, and we were kind of stumbling around for an hour or so. And Timothy just played 
this really nostalgic sounding chord progression, those two chords, uh, that you hear at midnight drive, that kind of vibe. And I was like, dude, I don't know what that is, but we should chase that. And we did for a few hours and we got like three lines out of it. Um, I think the title at the time was like taking a drive. We knew it was a driving song of sorts. Mm -hmm. Um, and I took it home. I, I, I really felt strongly about this. I thought it was going to be really special. So I kind of threw a little bit of a chorus together and a little bit of a second verse. And then I came back to Nashville and me and Tom kind of rewrote it and wrapped it up in a bow. And I think I may have rewritten the second verse again. It was a lot of rewrites on that one, but, but I love how it turned out. It, it really, for me, it's kind of the theme of the EP as a whole. It's like the, my favorite line in it is, I don't know where I'm going. I just hope I'm getting somewhere. And that's, that's kind of where I'm at. It's like, I, I don't know where I'm going to end up. I just hope it's somewhere where the, you know, the good Lord will make it fruitful and, and prosperous. So that's kind of what that song means. Awesome. That's why I love these visits to get to hear things like that. Tulane Highway Windows down Thousand miles from nowhere Fading in and out Known destination Just racing them yellow lines Playing the part of a heartbroken gypsy tonight on a midnight drive Down a winding road With a heavy load Clearing my mind Yeah, healing this weary soul And I don't know where I'm going Just hoping I'm getting somewhere Maybe these moves
just talking i know that we've i think we may have talked about that one before i know we have on the podcast but just yeah. to kind of in-depthly discuss your thinking and how you presented that when that song when you were kind of dropping a single by single and how that came about right so that um that i wrote that song myself in, in a different way a few years ago like before i even had the publishing deal i think and at, at first it was the guy and the girl both agree that they're just talking and they're like trying to convince their friends that they're not together, but it just didn't, it didn't land right. It didn't feel like a good solid, uh, like it stuck the landing. And so I, I took it to, to Nashville and, and two of the younger writers, Dakota Striplin and Ariel Botel, who are signed with Ronnie's publishing company as well. And I was like, Hey, I've got this idea that's, it's very modern and they're, they're more on the pop side. And I was like, and I want to, I want to really sell it. Well, and I, and I thought about, well, let's make it to where the guy is like in love with the girl and the girl is like, nah, we're just talking. I was like, that feels more like a country song to me. So I took it to them and we uh, kind of revamped it a little bit. And, um, and yeah, and then I threw that TikTok up <laughs> of it, just yes. kind of talking about it and boom, it just exploded. So that's been a really cool release. That one's it's on, at least I'm here, I think is the most popular so far as far as streaming goes, but just talking is right behind it. Right, so. right. Yeah. At least I'm here. I love the honky tonk jam on that one. Yeah. That's a, that's my favorite. One of the favorite ones to play live that one in miss your love. And it's a blast mm-hmm. to play live. Um, but yeah, that's just good old Hayden Baker, honky tonk telly, you know, spanking the guitar. So. Hey guys, producer Kyle here. If you're looking for the perfect gift for the Texas music fan in your life, you've got to check out more than music creations. More Than Music teams up with Texas bands and artists like Randy Rogers Band, The Wilder Blue, Pat Green, Bree Bagwell, and Jade Marie Patek to create unique handcrafted jewelry that's inspired by that artist's music and made with their own used guitar strings. A portion of each sale goes to giving kids in the Central Texas foster care system the gift of music through mentoring and private lessons. To check out the full collection of this one-of-a-kind jewelry, visit www.morethanmusiccreations.com. Now back to the show. Well, and last but not least, a song that really touched my heart and you and I both talked about the first time it came on the podcast, Pawpaws, and how special they are. And I know the story behind yours and how special your was. And the first time I heard this song when it got sent over, and of course you co-wrote it with Trent Willman, which I think is interesting, but it was just one of those moments to where it just, it grabbed at my heart and Mm -hmm. I cried. I cried so hard, but it wasn't like this sad cry. It was like a grateful, thankful that you have people that you were gifted with people like that in your life. So let's talk a little bit about that song. 
Yeah. The, the theme of that song for me is, is hope, you know, it's, it's like being hopeful that there is something, you know, for us on the other side and for our loved ones when they go. And, uh, and yeah, I, I wrote that a couple of days before he passed away. I was in Nashville and met with Trent and I told him what was going on. And he had, he had just recently lost his father a few months ago. So he was in a similar headspace. And, uh, I, I remember I didn't even take my guitar out of the case or open my laptop. He just started asking me questions about my, my grandparents and their ranch up in East Texas. And I started giving all these details about, you know, the hummingbird feeders and the wind chimes and the house on the hill with the wraparound porch. And he just threw that chorus together and sang it. And I had to leave the room. I was like, dang, like, that's it. That's wow. And, uh, we, we finished it in a couple hours and I had a few hours until my flight home. I had, I think a show that weekend and I was going to go up and see him before he you know passed away. And I blubbered through a work tape on my phone and I sent it to my mom who she was in the, the room with Papa at the hospital and she played it for him. He was unconscious, but he got to hear it before he went home, which I think is really special. And then the family asked that I sing it at the funeral a couple of weeks later. And I did, I kept my head down and, and didn't, you know, look up. So I didn't start losing it. I sang it there. And then I said, I'm never singing this song again. Like it's too, it's too hard. And then when we started planning this EP, I was like, you know what, this, this one's perfect for it. And let's put it out there and see if it can help some other people who are going through the loss of a loved one and give them some hope. So, and I think the music video turned out beautiful. Uh, that was done up at the farm and there was so many things in there that was really special. One of the shots I'm wearing, uh, a Cabela's hunting jacket that him and I both got together at the Cabela's in South Austin one Thanksgiving. And, uh, I was leaning up against his deer stand that, you know, we called it Pawpaw's stand. And, uh, that was his dog, his ranch dog running around in it and all that kind of stuff. So that one turned out really special. Grandpa looked up from his hospital bed with a tear in his eye. He looked at grandma and said, if it's my time to go, well, I reckon I'm ready. Surely somewhere up there someone's got some keys to a Chevy. I can drive around checking cows with an old ranch dog named Blue. Now don't worry about me, honey. I'll have plenty to do. If I get there before you Make sure they got icebox pie and sweet tea And a house on a hill with a view Little wraparound porch wind chimes singing in the breeze Spend all my time getting heaven looking just like The home you poured your heart and soul into If I get there before you garden with those daisies you love. Make some feeders for the hummingbirds and hang them up. Oh, you know me, darling. I've always got a plan. I did it all once. I can do it again. Yeah, if I get there before you, I'll make sure they got icebox pie and sweet tea and a house 
heaven looking just like the home you poured your heart and soul into. If I get there before you. such a gift I know for you and your family and for so many. So let's talk about your recording process. I know you did some re- your recording at Rosewood, which is totally awesome. They do such great yeah. work. How fun was that? It was a blast. The, the EP we got pretty much recorded in the summer uh, beginning and, and end of it in 2022. Um, and I had a blast doing those. Uh, Travis Bishop, I brought um, him up there to co-produce with me. And then Drew Hall was the mixer and the engineer. And then we had my same crew that pretty much played on my last album, Jason Broussard on drums, Steve Cargo on bass, Bryce Clark on a lot of electric and acoustic guitar stuff. Um, Milo Deering played steel and Dobro. And then Jody Cameron played steel on at least I'm here. And Tim Crouch played fiddle. Awesome. So great crew. Uh, yes. yes. And we just started, um, we just started a new album there a couple weeks ago. We're, I think we got eight songs tracked and we're going to do five more uh, this month. You so, have been busy, super busy. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And this one's this one's been cool um, because, like I said, Bryce Clark played a lot of electric and acoustic guitar on my last two projects, and I love his playing. He's just he's so smooth. He's such a great studio musician. Um, but for this one, I was like, one, I need, I want to save a little bit of money because I'm doing a full on album. It's going to cost a lot, uh, so it, it would save me money to not pay another guitar player. But two, I wanted to do all the parts myself all the guitar parts. And we did, like I said, we did eight songs in a couple of weeks. And I think I want, I played like 10 different guitars. Like I did my normal Telecaster stuff and acoustic stuff, but I played baritone. I played uh nylon string. I played a Gibson SG more like rock kind of thing. I played um, a high strung guitar, which is like the high six strings of a 12 string to make like the full track sound like a 12 string. And it was an absolute, it was a blast. I learned, I learned so much about how to play different kinds of styles and I put on a lot of different hats in the studio. So that I'm thrilled about. 
And, and speaking of learning so much and, and your growth over the past few years, and of course you were, you were referring to your publishing deal with Ronnie Dunn's uh, publishing company. So how has that been going for you? And, and how has that kind of reinforced the career that you already had going and, and moving forward? Yeah. So I, I'm not, I'm not currently with uh, perfect pitch anymore. I was with them for just that year. Um, and it was, uh, it was so monumental for me as a songwriter to learn the ropes with that and getting to write with guys like Ronnie for, you know, I think we wrote, we wrote three songs together. One of them is on my album that's going to come out. And one of them is on his actually. So, uh, I, I heard that recently and it sounds amazing and it's a song about Texas. So it, oh, it cool. works out perfectly. Um, so yeah, I, I cannot stress how much I learned from him and continue to, we're, we're still in touch all the time and then he'll call me about some stuff and vice versa and all that and all that. Um, and I still have relationships with a lot of the, the writers, um, that I made that in that year. And I go up, you know, about once every two months and grab five or six songs in a week and come back. So it's been great, but I'm more in a season now of, um, putting the music out and I'm, I'm focused a lot on that, on the recording and the release strategy and the videos and everything. So I'm not writing quite as much right now, but I've still got a ton of ideas in the, in the bank that I'll, I'm ready to bring up to Nashville when the time comes. Oh, I bet you do. So how are, how's life on the road and your live shows going? Good. It's going great. We just started working with a new agent out of Houston, Trey Newman with the Lee Crosby agency. And it's been, um, I think six months with him now. And I've had the best, um, six months, uh, touring wise that I've had yet in my career. So that's great. Um, we've got a lot of cool shows coming up as well. I've got green hall in September. Um, we got Luke and Bach in July for the first time, uh, this weekend we're headlining Brewster street and Corpus for the first time. And, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of good things going on as far as touring goes. And yes, I did see the, the green hall, the Brewster. That's so exciting. Was that venues you've been wanting to play? Have you played it? Have you played at Brewster yet? Uh, we played there once we opened for Randall, uh, there last February, I think, but this is our first time headlining and, um, my buddy Matt Castillo is coming to open and he just had his song chorus on go to number one. Saw that yes, today. Yes, it so was. that's, I bet we're going to have some fun this weekend celebrating that. Uh, love that guy and love sharing the stage with him. He's him and his crew are an absolute blast. Uh, Luke and Bach, I have never played and green hall. This will be my, this will be my third time. I think we were, we played there with Aaron Watson, uh, over Christmas last year and I had the flu. So that was it. Oh, I was struggling through that one, but we made it work. And then we played there with Chad cook band a couple of years ago and that was a blast. So, so yeah, and there's a lot of other ones on the docket too. We got Hanks and McKinney again with, uh, Crager coming up. We got Panther Island pavilion in Fort worth coming up. So a lot of good things in the, in the pipeline. Yeah. A lot of good things and a lot of good music. Do you have any plans for radio releases coming up? Uh, not for the, this EP. So at least I'm here is kind of still out at radio and it's doing its thing. Um, that's that one off of the project is the most commercial sounding midnight drive is, you know, it's on the long side and it's, a uh, it's about five minutes long. And I didn't even expect that. Like we wrote it and it was like, all right, this is great. Took it to the studio, had a, you know, a chart for it and itinerary. And we just played it. And I was like, man, that feels good. What are we sitting at? Like three forty five. Five ten. <laughs> like, look at my producer. I'm like, do you want to change anything? He was like, no. Nope. I was like, good. Neither do I. <laughs> so that one's just going to be like a streaming thing. But um, once these singles start rolling out 
for the new album, we'll definitely start uh, focusing on which ones are going to be sent out to radio and not because there's plenty of them that are, that are super commercial. Super exciting. Okay. So it, with all the music and all the shows that you're doing, are you having time to catch up on baseball or golfing or fishing or any, any just downtime for you? Yeah. I, when I'm, when I'm at home, I like tonight, I probably will. I watch I watch pretty much every Astros game I can. Um, I haven't been to one yet this year. I'm probably going to try to go this month. Uh, but I do that pretty much every night when I'm at home or just relaxing. I did play golf last weekend, but I haven't played very much. We went on the boat for Memorial day. So mm-hmm. I get to fit in a little bit of downtime here and there, but my brain is always thinking about music and what, you know, what I'm not doing for my career. Like, Oh, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. You know, but it's important to find that balance. Yes. Yes. And uh, yeah, hopefully the Astros game will be better tonight than last night. <laughs> yeah. That was tough. That was tough. We look like we're on the, we're on the comeback trail now, but those Rangers, man, they're, they're out there, aren't they? They're for real this year. They can that, hit, but you know what? That'll make it exciting. There's some actual competition now. We're not just yes. cruising into the postseason. Although that was that was fun too. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was well, fun too. Is there anything else we need to cover that we have? It. I was trying to go through my notes and look. I know we mainly want to talk about the EP and just catch up with you. And it looks like I'm so proud of you. You're doing so great. And uh, I was still remember how how much fun we had when we did the Christmas special. Oh yeah. Uh, back during Christmas time. Do you still have your pot holder? <laughs> yes, I. Uh, it's in my. It's in my office upstairs. I think it's in my office. I have some really cool games planned for next year. That's going to be awesome. It's going to be yeah, a blast. That was so no, I, I, uh, I shoot. I think we, I think we covered it. Yeah. The new EP out and new album on its way, expecting the first single to come out. Uh, probably at the beginning of fall or into summer, August, September. That's the plan, but uh, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. Well, we and everyone will so look forward to that. And again, it's always so nice to visit and catch up with you. And thanks for taking the time to come and visit with us, Hayden Baker. Absolutely. Helen, thank you all for having me. Kyle, you as well. And uh, can't wait to see you guys out on the road again. Well, there you have it. Another great episode of Texas Toast. If you've made it this far, just wanted to say thank you to all of you who have been listening and spreading the word about us. If you'd like to support the show, whether it be through sponsorship or by subscribing on YouTube or by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be great. Anything and everything helps. We're just getting this thing rolling with no end in sight and have some incredible interviews lined up for all of you. So please help us get the word out. We'll see you next time on Texas Toast. I dare to say You can go to hell Hell, I'll go to Texas I've had my fill of every place but home Well, take away these city lights Put me on a one-way flight I'm leaving out of here tonight Just consider me Southern draw, my swagger on my sway. Yeah, these old boots, all this cowboy.